The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you were in school, having Christmas and New Year's happen on a Wednesday was always a great thing because you got two full weeks off. But as a grown-up, you might be going back to work today. Might be. I'm not. I, and I know teachers aren't. They're still off until the start of the year. Yeah. And a lot of parents probably had to take the full week off because their kids are home from school. But a lot of people will be heading back uh, today. So if you are one of them, welcome back to reality. Especially you have a great first day back. Yeah, especially if you've had the past week or so off and now you got to figure out what your routine is again. The first day back is always kind of exciting for me, but the second day is like, oof, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, Tuesdays for me were always tough after week-long vacations because you got the adrenaline on Monday and then Tuesday was just like, bleh. Yeah, Tuesday's always the hardest so, day back. So follow this logic. Technically, Tuesday will be a Friday if you're going back today, which means you get a Saturday and a Sunday right after your Tuesday, and then you get a Monday, and then maybe it'll be not so bad when it gets to be real Tuesday after going back on a Thursday and having a Friday Tuesday. Do you know what you just said? Yeah, it made total sense to me. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a brand new notebook. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for Netflix. You kind of gave me a weird look with that, but it's kind of- I was like, what kind of notebook? Any kind of notebook. I was thinking specifically of our gratitude journals, but I feel the same way about new notebooks as I do about fresh jars of peanut butter. Oh, Jeff loves a fresh jar of peanut butter. When you have something so clean and so pure, and then for the first time, you can use it, and it's just like, it's like landing on the moon. And then you destroy it. Right. And then you'd screw up your, can I make a confession? What? I screwed up in our gratitude journal. And so I threw it away. <gasps> the new one? Yeah. Jeff. We only, it was, I screwed up like the second word that I wrote and I knew you were going to put it on your Insta story. You threw story. away the whole journal? Yes. Jeff. Okay. We didn't That's, talk about that, this on the show, I don't think, but a porch pirate over the holiday break. Oh, this is so one of our awful. upsiders, um, uh, bordered 25. I lost my train of thought 25 gratitude journals. They were sitting on her porch. She has a ring doorbell or some sort of camera or whatever. And a porch pirate stole them off of her um, porch. And I was thinking, like, what a they, waste they, of journals. They were following the delivery truck just a couple houses behind. So UPS or FedEx or whoever delivered that quantity from our distributor to her, 
they were just a few houses behind that truck. So they ran up, grabbed them and ran off. Well, you know, they caught the person. Yeah. She sent us an email uh, over the holiday or like two days ago and said, Hey, good news. They got the guy bad news. He said he ditched them. So yeah, he called him some dumb notebook. We are not some dumb notebook and you could could have used a little gratitude, my friend. <laughs> she said she had to give a statement to the, the police officer and it was all caught, by the way, because of ring doorbells and video cameras and stuff. So y'all stop stealing off of- And stop a- driving your own cars with visible license plates when you're going to steal people's stuff. That's how they caught the guy because he was following the UPS guy or whatever, but he was doing it in his own car- with the tags visible and all these cameras in the neighborhood caught his tags. What like, role, dude. what freaky Friday role reversal has happened where I was the one about to say, don't steal things because there's cameras and everywhere. And I'm the one saying, be smarter. Yeah. Be smarter when you're stealing things, cover your license plate. Well, I just felt the need to play that role temporarily, temporarily. Cause you know, I don't break rules and I definitely don't break laws. But my point is he ditched 25 of our gratitude journals. Who knows where they are? Probably getting he rained said, on somewhere. He and said he you, threw them into a dumpster. Yeah. He so lit- the dumpster apparently has 26 gratitude journals. Yeah. So, uh, but we did replace hers for her. So we had a weird, we're sitting at our table today eating and our dining room is on the front of our house. So sometimes the dogs will get up on the window. There's, there's two windows, but they can't see them. So they got to, they have to put their, front paws on them for to what see I, what's going on in the yard, which is like a squirrel's paradise. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it's the cutest thing in the world when oh your dog God, gets so up cute. on two legs to look out the window, like a tiny, you know, three, three foot tall human. It's so cute. And Lily starts rabid barking. Now she barks at the Amazon guy and the UPS guy and the whoever is coming to our door, but she was relentless. So I got up to see what was going on and our, before you reveal what it was that was causing it, I totally, I had this thought today. I totally understand what parents are talking about when they say they know exactly what their kid wants based on what the cry sounds like. Like there's a difference between a, I just got hurt cry and I'm mad at my sister cry and I'm a hungry cry and I'm too tired cry. And I realized that I can do that with our dogs. You With their barks? I knew when they were going, like when it's a squirrel, it's just kind of like a little squeal. Like it's like a, like a frustrated little. Like I want to eat you. Right. When it's a delivery driver, it's a vicious like, hey, but it's almost more of like, uh, I want to let the whole house know something's here. But today's was was mean. Today yeah, was mean it was bark. really mean. And like there, Lily gets a mohawk when she gets upset about something. And even when delivery drivers come to our house, there is no mohawk. Like she just barks and alerts and whatever. And her hair was standing on edge today. And I stand up and I go look outside and our neighbor was just walking by our house, getting ready to walk in her driveway. And our dogs... Lily just does not like her. It's, I'm telling you, she has bad energy with our dogs. It's a vibe. Yes. And and, Lily does not like the vibe. And normally, if the dogs are barking at a delivery person, or even when Callie comes home, if I'm in the house, like they run and bark, and I just like real loud, you know, give them like a, Lily, 
like like a booming yell. And they both kind of do like one last defiant and then kind of retreat. Mm-hmm. I did that and Sadie kind of backed off a little bit, but Lily would not. And I am convinced this woman just has energy that is is like a like a opposite end of a magnet with Lily. Yeah, Lily, Lily, not a fan. So I don't know what that was about, but everybody says trust your dog. So I'm gonna run and trust my dog. I want to give a couple more of the uh, selfish hard truths. I loved those that we started talking about uh, on yesterday's episode. I want to share three more of them. These are, this came from Inc.com, Inc.com, and they have a list of, of these um, statements that hit you like a truck. You're like, God, that's so obvious, but so true. And I always ignore it. So uh, I want to share some of these so that uh, as we go into 2020, we could do it bright eyed, right? And, and aware. Yep. Uh, so here's one. Your ambition means nothing without execution. It's time to put in the work. Yes. So you can spend your entire life telling the story of what you're going to do but until you put pen to paper or foot to pavement or whatever it is you've got to do, it's worth nothing. Like words have no value. It's all action. Love it. And so many people, I'm guilty of it too. So many people spend so much time making plans and trying to make sure everything's perfect I'm using finger quotes with perfect before they get started. I'm also using finger quotes with get started. And it's never going to be perfect. It's never, ever going to be perfect. And that, that that's the quote, uh, perfect is the enemy of good. Some, is that a quote? Yes. Sometimes you just need to do good and then work on getting better because you're not going to get perfect without practice. You know what I'm Perfection saying? Perfection is boring. Right. Nobody, here's another selfish, hard truth. Nobody cares how difficult your life is. You are the author of your life's story. Ooh, that's a hard one. Yes. So stop looking for people to give you sympathy and just create the life story that you want to read. That's a really hard one, but I think a really important one. All right. And then one last one for today. Now is the only time that matters. Stop wasting it, ruminating on the past or planning for the future. Now is the only time that matters because you can't control the past, you can't predict the future, and spending time on those things only removes you from the one thing that's that you can control, and that is this minute and the next minute. I don't like that one. Why? Because I am a dreamer. I, I am constantly dreaming of the next step and it gives me, it brings great joy to my life to do that. But you can, I think you can dream, but if you become so obsessed with what, this is from experience, like me, like I sometimes become so obsessed with stuff that could go wrong that I I don't even snap out of it long enough to realize that it probably won't go wrong. Yeah, but that's different. I'm talking about in a good sense of like, you can't control the future. 
Um, that's good as it relates to anxiety and stressing over things that haven't happened yet. Um, but I was more talking about like just good dreaming about the future and that that's the future is my reason to wake up. So you're, you're saying that without a vision or a dream, then you wouldn't have drive. Right. Got it. Okay. I say, I can understand that. That makes sense. What I think we'll do with these is because uh, I don't want to become the type of podcast that just reads lists from other places, but there are so many other good ones on here. And I think we can debate a few of them like that last one Yeah, that we, we could almost do all 20 of these as a special episode. Oh, I like that. Okay. Right. And we'll just run them all down. And if it's something you're interested in, or you found some value in the first few, then we'll, we'll post like an entire episode. Maybe we'll do it this weekend and you can listen to that if, if you're so inclined. We're seeing on social media that a lot of you are diving headfirst into the new year with doing daily gratitude. Which we love because uh, it's it's something that changed our lives. And if you are somebody who has listened to every episode of this show up to 133 yesterday, and you're now listening to episode 134, you're like, oh, here they go again, talking about gratitude. But it changed our lives and it has our reason for this show. So, yep, we're talking about it again because we're getting questions. Yeah. And it need I I don't it's so second nature to us now, but I think when we started it, it was a brand new thing. So, for those of you that are brand new into it, we'll explain a little bit um about how we do it. First of all, you can use any notebook. We started out with note cards before we created our own journal. Now I'm going to take this opportunity because I have a microphone to say that I love our gratitude journal that we made. And Jeff um, made me over order because he wanted people to be able to order after Christmas. So Port Merch has them in stock right now. You can order it. Once these are out, they're out for the rest of the year. Yeah, we just shipped a couple of boxes from Atlanta up to Port Merchandise ready for your orders, um, but it is only a couple of boxes. So if you want to get your hands on an official Callie and Jeff gratitude journal, an upside gratitude, it says on the front, there is always an upside. Mm -hmm. uh, go to CallieandJeff.com and click on the merch tab. And if they are showing for sale, they are available. But once those are sold out, we won't do another printing. Until October, November of um, 2020. So, and, But I did see people using just regular calendars, desktop calendars. Like Callie said, we used notebooks. Note cards. Note card, or yeah, note cards, like little three by five note cards when we first started. That's the number one thing with gratitude. There is no wrong way to do it. The only thing, the only hard and fast rule that I think there is, is you have to write it down. And you cannot say an even though or a but. Oh, yeah. That's Callie's addendum to it. it. That Yeah. It doesn't work if you do that because that's not seeing the upside. What you have to do is say, I'm grateful for my refrigerator. And you don't say, I'm grateful for my refrigerator, even though it broke last week. Like, quit you know, resist the urges to say something negative or downsidey. Like 
in that sentence and just go for the gratitude. And it can be simple. It can be anything. And I always say this, but it can be anything in your eyesight. So if you're not sure where to start or you're having idea, uh, a, hard, a hard day and you're not feeling particularly grateful, it could be um, you know, clean water. It could be the roof that you live under. It could be clothes on your back. It can be anything. And the reason that we do gratitude in the beginning of our show is to give you examples of the kinds of things that we write down in our journal. So so the, 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 um, the point of writing it down is because it forces you to pause and take an action for just 20 or 30 seconds because you're not just thinking about it and then it's gone. You have to take the action to write it down, which I believe is crucial to the mind shift that will happen. And, and you're like, mind shift that'll happen. Well, guess what, folks? Over the past couple of years, science has proven that the chemistry in your brain actually changes when you start behaving in a more grateful manner. Really, really smart people with like 85 degrees that spend their entire life researching this are saying, yes, we know we've been studying this for what now over a decade um, and gratitude literally changes your brain. So we recommend that you do it. We love it. It has changed both of our lives. And I will say this, if you're new, maybe you learned about us over the holidays. We are both naturally negative people. <laughs> we, we say that, um, but it's very true. And writing down one small thing where a day, it doesn't take away all the crappy things that can happen in life. It doesn't take away pain. It doesn't mean you're never going to cry. It doesn't mean that you won't want to punch someone in the face at some point. You will. It just makes life a little more bearable. And you'll notice the longer you do it, we've been doing it for years, but I would say after three to six months, you will 1000% tell a difference just in your attitude. And you'll find yourself getting a, something happened to me last year that I was like, oh my gosh, old Callie would have just died over this. Well, I have an example. Um, my therapist told me a story once knowing how much Callie and I believe in, in gratitude. And she's been practicing gratitude and, and mindfulness and an appreciative spirit for many, many years longer than we have. And she told a story of having to pull over on the side of the road because she got two flat tires. Like she hit something in the road and both tires on one side of her car got ripped to shreds. And when the guy pulled up behind her, like the tow truck dude or the hero truck or the cop or whoever it was, she was outside of the car, leaning against the car, smiling. And he's like, why are you smiling? And she's like, well, at least it's not raining out. So she found the one upside in her, in that moment, well, at least I can stand outside in the sunshine. And if you don't practice gratitude, me pre-gratitude would have just laughed at Jeff saying that. Like, that is so cheesy. Who's going to be happy about two flat tires? But seriously, it works. Right. It absolutely works. It is impossible to write down one thing a day you're grateful for and not see a shift in your life. It is the craziest thing of all time and we're so into it and we're not going to shut up about it because it's one of the foundations of our show. Yep. And we don't care if you use note cards like we did, post-it notes, if you write it on scraps of paper, if you use our notebook or another notebook, it doesn't matter. It's not about selling gratitude journals to you. It's just about convincing you to do it because our mission 
with this with this whole endeavor is is to put ripples of positivity in the world and i believe this is the easiest and most powerful way to do that with with basic gratitude so uh start your gratitude journal today if you haven't started it already and good luck with it and just know there's no wrong way to do it Thank you to Rothy's for sponsoring this week's shows. Okay, Rothy's, you know this, this is one of my favorite shoes ever. They are super comfortable. Comfortable. They are flats. The ones that I have are the loafer style, which are the ones I love. There is zero breaking in to do, and which is rare with flats, by the way. And they make these shoes sustainable from water bottles. So I think last time I checked the website, they were up to like 44 million water bottles. That's how many water bottles they've turned into shoes. They're super cute. I absolutely love them and they're machine washable. So it's important to remember, don't put heat on them um, when you throw them in the wash and, and don't dry them, but you can machine wash them. I've done that with mine and I love them. They're the same quality as they were before I washed them. Uh, and I feel like I got a brand new pair of shoes. Go to rothys.com slash upside to get your new favorite flats. Again, I recommend the loafer style. rothys.com slash upside. I also want to say thank you to Third Love. They're one of my other favorite companies. And I recently got rid of all of my bras and replaced them with Third Love bras. True story. Well, they have, if you go to thirdlove.com slash upside, you'll take a fit finder kind of quiz and it'll ask you all of these questions about the bras that you're currently wearing. I had no problem with my previous bras until I tried on a Third Love bra. I was sitting, driving in my car with my seatbelt on and realized that my my bra was gaping. I hadn't worn a bra besides my third love one in a while. And I realized that my old bras were gaping. They did not fit. And third love was a great fit. So I came home. I got rid of all of my old bras and replaced them with third love. You will not regret it. And they're giving you a code so you can check them out. And I hope you love them as much as I do. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside and you get 15% off your first order. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash upside. I have a rev, uh, New Year's resolution. A that, revolution? A revolution? Starting a revolution? Yes. A New Year's resolution that I want to share because I think it is important for everyone to do this. Okay. And I think of it probably three times a week because I thought of it like six months ago. Okay. If I ever write a book, this might be the title of my book. Okay. Load the dishwasher Loudly. That's a great title for the book, and I don't even know what you're going to say. The reason that you need to load the dishwasher loudly is because if you are like me, it is time for us to stop finding honor in silent service to others. Now, Explain. This is a dangerous, this is a slippery slope, and I don't want people to be like, what? No. You should always do kind things and never get credit. Right. We live in a world right now that is so fast moving and so full of distractions that it is easy to make other people's lives better and not receive the credit for it that you deserve. There's a difference. I'm not talking about tooting your own horn because you dropped some money into one of the red kettles at Christmas time, or you brought an extra bag of food to the food drive at your works, workplace or whatever it is. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about when you go above and beyond 
in your professional relationship, personal relationship, family relationship, whatever it is, when you go above and beyond, there is nothing wrong with letting people know that. I have two things to say about this. One, I feel like this is a lesson that you've learned from your experience at your last job. Well, it was, it, it's actually, it was most prevalent at the last job, like after I got fired from the last job and then I realized what had happened, I, that was like the awareness, but I've always done this. And I think there are a lot of people who always do it. I think you have always done this because you're a really kind person and you have a really big heart. But if we can be a little more specific, I think Jeff realized at the begin or last year when he got fired, he had been, I don't want to say this, he had been championing for others in a silent way. And I think you kind of looked around at one point last year and felt really lonely. And you're like, wait a minute, why are people not fighting for me in the same way that I fight for them? But well, they didn't know. Well, and not only were they not fighting for me, but they were working against me. Well, and that's a little, yes. But I think you were disappointed and you kind of felt like you were looking around and you realized at some point, a lot of people in your life don't know what you do for them because you don't ever speak up about it. Because I thought there was honor in silent service. And in a lot of cases there are. But the reason that, I, that I'm going to name the book Load the Dishwasher Loudly is because, and this might not make any sense. This might only make sense to one person listening to this right now. But if it does, you and I, we're the same. I caught myself one night, you were in the house and you might've been in here watching TV or you were in the dining room or you're somewhere in the house and you were awake. It wasn't like early morning or late night. And I was unloading the dishwasher and I was being really quiet about it. Almost as though I was doing it super early in the morning and you hadn't gotten up yet. Mm -hmm. And the reason I was being quiet is because I didn't want you to hear that I was unloading the dishwasher and then you to feel bad that you weren't unloading the dishwasher, that I was doing it. Oh. Does that make any yeah. sense? Okay. So I was trying to be really quiet about it. And it dawned on me that there's nothing wrong in any sort of relationship with making sure that people know what you bring to the table. It's the second part. Remember I said I had two things to say. And the first one was, is, is your personal experience from it. And the second thing, which is really ironic is that I have recently started in the past five years or so doing this at my job and telling people what I did, but it's because you gave me that advice. Right. Because if you don't, but which is funny because it's harder for you. Oh, to take my own advice. Oh, right. hundred percent. But it was really good advice and I have seen changes in my life at work. And to me, it really is a, I don't really have a grasp of it on a personal level. Like I can't imagine saying to a friend, Oh, look what I did for you. Like that part is a little weird for me, but I did say to Jeff today, I said, Hey, 
I purged the entire house the past two days. You know, like I've been working really hard and I just wanted to let you know that I was doing it and I, I want you to be proud of me. And I thought you'd be really excited. And it wasn't a down thing. I was just saying, hey, partner in life and my husband, I just want to let you know what I did today. And I've done similar things to that at work and told my boss, hey, this happened and I was really proud of it. And I just wanted to let you know, because otherwise it goes totally unnoticed. Because it just happens and nobody realizes. But what you're doing is you're empowering people to speak well of you. So you, yes. you are giving people the ambient, the world moves so fast now. And, and it sounds like such an old guy thing to say, but like the, there is just so much input coming at people every day that if every single morning you grab a stack of files off the front desk, right? You're mm -hmm. the first one in and there's a bunch of file folders on the front desk and you pick them up and you take them to the back of the office and you put them back in the accounting drawers, right? right? And you just do that. Eventually, everybody just gets used to it being done and it just gets done and you don't get credit for it. There, what my point is, there's nothing wrong with saying, especially at the workplace, with shooting an email to the boss or to the person responsible for those folders or anything like that and go, hey, just a heads up because I don't want this to go under the, you know, get lost under the radar, but I come in 15 minutes early every morning and put all of those away to make everybody's life easier. And because nobody else is here, you, it might not get seen, but I want to make sure you guys know that I'm doing that to help out the team. I do that with my boss because I also don't see my boss. So if you're someone that doesn't work in close proximity, it's almost like, and I'm a PR major. One thing we learned in PR is when you're pitching a story, you or when you're pitching something that you want journalists to write about, you give them as much as they can so they can do their job and it's really easy for them. So it's almost like that in a way where you're arming people with, you know, because anything could go noticed or unnoticed or whatever, neutral, but you're arming people with good things about you. Right. And I think you can do it. You're like creating your own reputation a little bit. Yes. And you can do it. I mean, don't exaggerate and don't take credit. Don't for be like, Stephanie. I'm the best ever. And I'm this and I'm that. I, I think it all, all it takes is, Hey, I thought this was a really, um, this was a success today and I'm really proud of it. And I just wanted to let you know. And the way you can do it in, in personal relationships and in, in, in friendly relationships is, uh, if, if I, I and I don't know if it, because I think the dynamic between women friends is much different between women friends and guy friends. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what two things would come up between women, but I think you could just say in the, in the span of a, a, a text message, just want to let you know that I have been doing this. Um, and then the next line could be like, I've always got your back or I've always whatever. Yeah. Because you're empowering that person to validate your friendship. You're not saying I'm the greatest or I'm better than you or whatever. You're just empowering that person to know that you've got their back. Yeah. So 
I'm into it. Yeah. So anyways, load the dishwasher loudly is one of my New Year's resolutions. Have you made any yet? I have not sat down and done it yet. I have been fully enjoying my relaxy taxi week of vacation. You did <laughs> not just say that. How about I have a resolution? Don't ever say that phrase again. Relaxy taxi? Yes. It's from friends. It is? Yeah. Never heard it. My the people that get me will know. Okay. Um but yeah, I haven't sat down and really hammered them out. I, for whatever reason, am being really picky about my resolutions this year because there's things I want to do. I want to get in shape and I want to eat better, but that just doesn't seem, I don't know. I think I need to have a bigger goal. One of them is to take more risks in business. Well, uh, how so? Like maybe, I, I don't know, your husband getting fired and then being reliant on a <laughs> business that you're creating from the ground up Well, when you've I, never done it before? Yeah. I, maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit there, but I just mean, you know, I sometimes get easily overwhelmed and shut things to the back burner. And I wanted to, before the end of the year, have a whole other, you know, merchandise line for the upside and, and all these things. And I kind of, shove them to the back burner because I was like, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't need to do that, but a merchandise line would be really cool. And, you know, we've, we've dabbled in it a little bit, but that's something I want to be a little more serious about. I think I've been just scared because I don't know that much about merchandise. So I'm scared to figure it out and build that. But, um, I want to take more, more small risks. And can I ask a question and you don't have to answer it if you don't know the answer. Yeah. But when you talk about merchandise for the upside, will there be weaponized hamster world tour 2020 t-shirts? There will be. Oh, there will be. Yes. Oh, okay. There will be. Uh, a, you don't have to say anymore. Okay. I just, I have just gotten those messages and I was just curious. There will be. All right. Uh, we want to say thank you so much to Brown and company for uh, partnering with us for the whole month for Christmas. And then for the whole month of January, um, we did draw a winner. We have not reached out to the person yet to get their name, but we'll announce the winner's name of the $500 Brown and company gift certificate on tomorrow's episode of the show. And then between now and Valentine's day, we've got three more $500 gift certificates to give away. So we'll figure out how we're going to do that. But uh, you want to make sure to stay listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff, because if it's not for the super awesome dynamic content, we'll bribe you with gift certificates to jewelry stores. We're not above it. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We've said it and we'll say it again. This is your show. So we are about to dive into some brainstorming for this year and kind of um, get a handle on what our goals are for The Upside and the Callie and Jeff brand for this year. That said, Tell us what you want to see more of on the show. If you have an idea or there's something going on in your life or you have a show topic or whatever. I know that you have been feeding Jeff radio ideas for years because you've been emailing him for years and calling him and leaving your stories and and all of that kind of stuff. So tell us what you want in 2020. You can call us anytime, 800-434-5454, and we might turn some of your show ideas into reality. Yeah, and one of the questions I have is the nature of our show 
does not lend itself to interviews. Like we have had a few people on from time to time, but we're not really an interview show. But I've had a surprising amount of feedback with people saying, you guys should have guests on. Well, we have gotten really specific requests, at least in my DMs, about who people want us to talk to. So maybe we don't do it as part of our weekly show, but we do it as a bonus episode on a weekend or something. Um, I know we've gotten lots of requests for Laura Lee to come on the show, for Landon from Living with Landon to come on the show. Um, So if that's something that you want to hear, let us know. 800-434-5454. But you already know that because it's in your phone already. It's Callie and Jeff. Hey, this is Sarah calling from Snellville. I was just calling regarding the track suit that Jeff had. My 23-year-old boyfriend just got his first Adidas track suit on Christmas, and he's worn it three times already. I understand, Callie. Track suit, gotta go. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Chriselle from Houston, Texas. I was just wondering if we're going to get to see a picture of the tracksuit or if I missed a picture of the tracksuit. Where can I get a copy of the picture of the tracksuit? I'm really interested in seeing this. I'm trying to picture it because Callie just said, like, New York mobster, and I'm like, what? And then she said 75-year-old or whatever whatever age, and I'm like, hmm, I'm really trying to picture... um, I would I need to see it. Thank you. 2020 could be the year of learning with our friends at Skillshare. Big, big partners of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. And they would love to take care of you. They want to make your resolutions come true. So whatever it is you're trying to learn, if it's a new skill, if it's a skill that you already have that you want to brush up on, or if you just are poking around in there because you've started a new business or are thinking about a new hobby. Skillshare wants to help you out. So they're going to give you two free months of their premium membership by going to Skillshare.com slash upside. That's Skillshare.com slash upside for real learning from vetted teachers at your convenience on demand. Hey guys, um, it's Jen. I just wanted to say I have been doing a lot of driving this holiday season and been able to catch up on some of the episodes I missed before I knew how to podcast. And it's just made me fall in love with you guys all that much more. Keep it up. I am loving all of it and love you guys. Okay, bye. So I had stopped listening to the podcast for a bit because my father had passed away and anything that seemed upsidey or happy or anything like that seemed so out of place for me in those moments. Um, And then I heard about Jeff's mom dying. And of course, my heart went out to him immediately because I truly understand. And I listened to the first episode of the podcast today since probably two months and talking about the end of the decade, the new decade, Callie talking about getting out of her toxic relationship at 23 and I was in one at 20 that I pretty much did the same thing. All of that was so helpful and so nice and it made me realize why I listened to the podcast in the first place and even on days where I don't feel upsidey or I don't feel positive, I can still listen and know that there is positivity out in the world when I'm ready to listen to it and accept it. So I just really wanted to thank you guys for 
having this podcast because while it might just be just you guys' show, it really does help a whole lot of people get through their day. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. Thanks. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Heather from Tucker, Georgia. I am catching up on a bunch of episodes, and I am so excited that I'm listening with my new fiancé, and he loves the show. Uh, One of the episodes that we're listening to is Callie talking about uh, not having a schedule and just feeling down. And, girl, I feel you. I am struggling so hard with the lack of routine, the lack of structure. Like, I cannot function, and it is really affecting me negatively, and I really need to get back to the routine and the structure. So I'm looking forward to next Monday when the kids go back to school and I get back to my normal routine. I get back to my workout routine and everything returns to normal. So I feel you, Callie. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents too. Love you. Bye.